Anger boils over at People magazine owner after workers got stiffed on bonuses and more specifically, union workers got stiffed on bonuses. So let's get right into the story. So the boss of the media giant that publishes People and Entertainment Weekly sparked a ruckus when he announced that he was handing out a round of thank you bonuses to most employees. But meanwhile, jilted a small group of unionized rank-and-file workers, the Post has learned. Insiders said more than 200 unionized employees at Meredith, the publishing behemoth whose titles also include Better Homes and Gardens, In Style and Roll Simple, are fuming because they aren't getting the $1,000 one-time cash bump despite working long hours and taking on more work during the pandemic. The uproar started on August 10th when Chief Executive Tom Hardy circulated an email to 3,200-odd staffers thanking them for their hard work during the pandemic. Meredith said it was distributed $1,000 payouts to eligible employees with those who started working at the company after January 1st getting $500. I am extremely proud of the way Meredith employees have stepped up during this transformational year, Hardy said in an email leaked to the Post. We could not achieve results without each and every person in this organization. That includes you. Nevertheless, insiders said it quickly became clear that the bonuses weren't for each and every person and that eligible employees didn't include those who were part of the News Guild of New York. About 200 unionized workers at People, Entertainment Weekly, Martha Stewart Living, and Shape were shortchanged, sources said. Soon after, sources said angry unionized workers, including entry to mid-level editors, writers, and researchers across Meredith's publications, called an impromptu meeting on Zoom. It felt like a slap in the face. One longtime employee complained on the call, which was attended by about a dozen staffers, according to a source. The email was basically an F.U. from... Tom Hardy, another employee, griped. In response, the company's union fired off an email to Hardy and Top Brass, copying hundreds of staffers and prompting upwards of 60 replies from miffed employees. Tom Hardy, your $1,000 wouldn't even pay my rent, one hacked-off worker wrote. Another added, it's my opinion that $1,000 isn't enough, so to be denied even that amount is beyond insulting. So Meredith values the contributions of all our team members, a spokeswoman for Meredith said. Union members choose to have a representative bargain with the company over their compensation, including bonuses and time off, and those negotiations are starting shortly. So the bonus battle is the latest in a tense back and forth between Meredith's top brass and employees who formed a union with the News Guild of New York, according to one source. Meredith's top brass has punished unionized employees by withholding summer Fridays like their non-unionized colleagues. After Hardy's email, sources said Meredith's senior vice president of human resources followed up, telling union employees they weren't getting the bonus because contract negotiations were underway. 
Is the status quo emeritus to blame Union, sniffed a staffer who said that corporate has used contract negotiations as an excuse over the years for not giving promotions or raises. Meredith, based in Des Moines, Iowa, inherited five unionized magazines in his $2.8 billion takeover of Time Incorporated in January 2018. It subsequently sold off Time, Fortune, Sports Illustrated, and Money, leaving People's Print Magazine as its only unionized publication. Two years later, the editorial staff, Meredith Entertainment Weekly, Martha Stewart Living, Shape and People's TV, and Digital Unit all followed suit opting to also be represented by the News Guild of New York. It's the first time the union is bargaining with Meredith as the prior contract was under Time Incorporated. Meredith's stock, meanwhile, is up more than 200% over the past year compared to a 30% gain for the broader market, helped by the company's $2.7 billion deal in May to sell its local broadcasting business to grade television in order to focus on its digital and magazine unit, which is honestly pretty smart. So Hardy himself raked in more than $7.2 million in total compensation last year, according to government filings, and his base salary was knocked down slightly in the wake of the pandemic from $1 million in 2019 to $966,616 last year. Oh, you know, such a massive drop, All right. So the average take-home pay for a News Guild represented Meredith employee is $71,000, according to the union. Now, that being said, $71,000 in New York really isn't that great. Like, I mean, that's pretty much... I mean, honestly, it's really low in New York, right? But that's not the issue, right? Now, people are going to have very different opinions about this, right? Because you know, it deals with the unions, it deals with you know pay, it deals with bonuses. But the thing is, a union... A union's job is to basically dictate how everyone in that union is treated equally, right? So, technically speaking, what they did doesn't really go against the union because everyone in the union was treated the exact same, right? But everyone outside the union got a bonus, right? So this is the thing. Like This kind of comes to that situation where it's like, there's a risk and a reward every time when it comes down to a union, and a lot of people don't like to accept that, right? Like, whenever a company has a union and non-union people, there's always going to be a pro and a con list to each side, right? And you really got to weigh in as to, okay, which makes the best sense for a specific individual, right? Because as a non-union member, you probably have a higher chance of potentially making large sums of money, but also have a high chance of making low amounts of money, right? Whereas a union, you're probably more likely to make, on average, medium high, or just basically medium amounts of money, without much of a chance to get really high income or really low income, right? Like, unions typically just put things at like a, almost like an equilibrium point, right? Like, you all basically make the same amount of money. It's kind of all better than the minimum. It's slightly above minimum, basically, right? But you're not going to get, like, a massive bump in your pay, and you're not going to get a massive decrease in your pay, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, there's not a massive potential risk-reward like ratio when it comes to unionized or non-union. 
So that's something to really understand. Because, you know, technically speaking, this company could probably pay all these, like, non-union people almost double their salaries, right? I mean, I'm just like, you know, that's kind of like over the top, right? But they could technically just pay them double the salaries and still have these union guys making basically nothing. Like, basically all making the same amount of money that they're making, right? I mean, technically, they just could go and do that at any point, right? So it's just something to really understand is that you also got to think about it too. When a company is so focused on, like, making as much money as possible, do you really think that they're going to focus all of their efforts on making the union happy or the people that potentially make them the most amount of money, right? So it's just something to really think about it. And again, people have different views on this, but there's always a pro and a con when it comes to unions and you got to really weigh your specific outcomes, right? Like, what do you want your lifestyle to be like, right? What do you want your work life to be like? By the way, regardless if you're pro-union or non-pro-union, anti-union, I guess, you still need to get out of debt. So... If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.